Welcome to another episode of Self Help Shark. I'm Morgan. And I'm Brett. And today we are talking about nutrition. Nutrition. And what nutrition be- means. So when I think of nutrition, so I work in early childhood education, right? So I think of nutrition of like giving a kid pediature or like a balanced meal or like specific things that go into taking care of children. But Brett is going to school to be, what's the title? Personal trainer and sports nutritionist. So he sees a whole different end to it and side to it. And we wanted to talk about the different mediums of that and kind of how you can apply that on a baseline level to your own life. So Brett, why don't you tell us about what you're learning in your class, if you can. I'm not going bored to anyone with a bunch of scientific terms or anything like that, but pretty much what comes into nutrition is making sure you have all your macros in check. Your micros will take care of itself, but if you're eating your vegetables, your fruit, not a lot of dairy products, Aww. not a lot of carbs, I knew that one. And stuff like that, and limiting the amount of sugars you take, you will be a healthier person in general. Ayo. And a lot of protein. A lot, a lot of protein. Like a shit ton of protein? Yeah, I could get into the scientific facts of how your body breaks down protein, turn into energy, use the enzymes to create muscle mass, to help recover muscles, and all that jargon and random stuff. A lot of people don't really want to know what goes into that scientific area of everything. But the thing is, is that it's not all about science. The science part comes into really making a lot of protein shakes and your creatine and your pre-workouts, your post-workouts. That's where the science part goes into all that. But when it comes to nutrition, it can be really simplified down to making sure you have your veggies, fruits, healthy carbs, and your protein. Nice. And it's really, it is really, and drinking your water. Mm-hmm. If you're not drinking water, you're dying. You're dying? Faster than normal. I was going to say, aren't we all just dying anyways? But that's an existential crisis for another day. Yes, that is a different topic for another day. So I'm confused. So isn't there dairy and protein shakes? And you just said that we should not, we should be limiting our dairy, which breaks my heart because I love drinking milk. I really, really love milk. So but. think about it. If you drink a glass of milk mm-hmm. in the morning. Mm-hmm. That's a lot of calories, and that's a lot of sugars you're putting in your body. Really? There's a but one glass of milk sh- won't kill you for today, right? Wait, so there's a shit ton of sugar in milk? Well, lactose. Lactose is the sugar in milk that some people cannot have and cannot, cannot oh, have. Oh, okay. So anyways, I'm simplifying everything, and I'm not trying to be super hyper-correct on the science side. But I'm just balancing things out on a simple platform to help everyone understand. I think it's interesting, and I'm, sh- I'm and hopefully the people listening will think it's interesting. Yeah, yeah. But the thing is, is that, for example, if you drink milk, a glass of milk in the morning, okay? Mm-hmm. Now you have, and then think about if you have like a slice of pizza or a sandwich with three slices of cheese on it or something like that. Mm-hmm. Well, you could take that, and that's pretty much a glass of milk on its own. So you got two glasses of milk. Okay. Then the third thing, if you have milk at night, milk at 
if you have a glass of chocolate milk for dessert, if you have that good old yummy classic combo of chocolate chip cookies and milk, mm-hmm. you're at three or four cups of milk a, nut a day. But why is that such a bad thing? Because us as a species, we're not really supposed to be drinking milk that often. That's weird. Because the biggest thing that happens is it could create a lot of mucus in your body. Yeah. And a lot of sickly things. Yeah, that's and true. A lot of coughing up stuff and things like that. That's, only, that's one example. Also, if you drink a lot of milk, you can find yourself being lactose intolerant. Damn! Yeah, I used to drink a shit ton of milk. I used to have milk with everything, with every protein shake, with every meal, with every dish. I used to slash milk into that, slash milk into this, milk that, milk that. My dad would get mad at me because he would buy a new gallon of milk and the half it, and there would still only be half a gallon three days later. <laughs> so he would still be really mad You'd be at like, me. You'd be like, damn it, Brett! <laughs> But guess what happened over a long period of time of me drinking that much milk and not realizing that it was bad for you? I became lactose intolerant. What the shit? I didn't know that about you. Yeah. So now, like, oh, only that makes there's sense. only several things I could. So there's only two things I could really eat in that is like in the lactose department because it doesn't mess with my body mm-hmm. or mess up my stomach, mm-hmm. and that's cheese and ice cream. Like, that's, what, that's why I don't just buy almond milk because it's healthier. <laughs> I don't just do it to be that guy. Like, okay. I actually can't drink regular milk or else I get really sick. That's weird. Yeah. I'm sorry to hear that. Yeah. It's all good. It's part of life. Nutrition. Nutrition. But that's the reason why you want to limit your dairy intake because it is a fat. Mm-hmm. So so the biggest thing is, is that it's a fat. Healthy fat or bad fat, no matter what. If you eat a diet full of fat... You're going to be fat. This is true. Like, bottom line. Like, like you can still get, you could go on a keto diet. Mm-hmm. Drink a glass of milk, eat an avocado, and eat bacon. That's technically a keto diet. But you're not going to lose any weight eating that. Yeah, because isn't that just like all grease and carbs? And fat. Yeah. Yeah. How is that a diet if it's all the stuff no, you're not but, supposed to have? But I'm just labeling it like that is technically a keto diet. What does a keto diet mean? Limiting the amount. You can only have like 50 carbs a week oh. or something like that. Okay. But it's, it's a way for you to start uh, to have your body go into starva- starvation mode. And you start using, and your body starts producing the, uh, producing this thing called ketones, and that and those ketones help trigger a lot more fat loss because you're oh. using your fat reserves instead of using the food you're intaking to uh, as fuel. Oh. So. That's very interesting. Yeah. So, so that's why they call it the keto diet because your body naturally because when your body goes into starvation mode, it naturally processes ketones. Oh my god. So. That's crazy yeah and so that's how people are doing to lose weight oh is that really healthy for you though it is to but not for a long it's not a long-term solution i would like to say mm-hmm. everyone is going to have their own opinions there's science and research that it works for some people it works for other people mm-hmm. but i think the biggest thing is is that it all depends who you are as a person mm-hmm. but i think it all depends if you have any underlying health conditions to do that uh, to limit yourself on diets and stuff like that so if you're like for example a diabetic that's the worst thing you could do for yourself because you can constantly be at a low blood sugar sugar level and constantly shaking 
That's bad. So 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 if if he has like stuff like that going on, mm-hmm. I will not recommend it. Damn. At all. But the thing I do know works, and the thing that I have learned how to do, and I've been doing it for the two weeks myself in the nutrition department, is two things. Intermittent fasting. I don't eat until 1 p.m. Hmm. So, so, so at 10 o'clock at night, I cut off all my eating, and then I don't eat anything until 1 p.m. Hmm. Is that pretty effective? That is very effective because I'm already down five pounds. Damn. Within a week. Is that healthy? I think so. I feel, <laughs> I feel good. I'm feeling good. I think it's okay. I think it's healthy. But, but, it, it, but it's a common thing that a lot of people do. Mm-hmm. But then on top of that, I have also, and then this is the second thing to focus on to be healthier and things like that, is... To create a natural caloretic deficiency. What does that mean in layman's terms? <laughs> and so that typically means you monitor your activity level and you learn how many calories you burn a day. You use like a cheap fitness watch, a Fitbit type thing, an Apple watch, whatever device that has... A heart, rate, a heart rate attached to it, and it can monitor the amount of calories you burn per your activity level. Mm-hmm. And then you eat between 1,000 to 2,000 calories below that. Okay. So, for example, if you're burning 7,000 calories a day, it doesn't make sense for you to go on a 2,000-calorie diet. Mm-mm. But instead, you eat 5,000 calories. So, you're still, so you still have a 2,000-calorie deficiency mm-hmm. of your activity level. Okay. And that's a lot healthier approach, in my opinion, mm-hmm. with having blood sugar sugar issues in the past, being on a pre-diabetic list and getting off it because I decided to take care of myself. Mm-hmm. And that whole spill, actually, that'll be a part of the, that's actually going to be on the blog post if you're interested in that story. Go check it out on our website. And um, the biggest thing is, is that when you, when you create that caloric deficiency, you're mm-hmm. using more than what you're taking in. Simple as that. If you want to lose weight, figure out how many calories you're burning throughout the day. Take that number and subtract a thousand from it for one for a couple weeks, and then subtract and then subtract two thousand from it. And then also, that doesn't mean go have ice cream, have two thousand calories, have five thousand calories of ice cream cakes and carbs. No, you guys still balance out yourself. And then and if you're like, well, this is like a diet, but 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 if you want to be healthier, this is what you got to do. This is the hard work mm-hmm. to line that out. That you have, that's something you have to do. Because at the end of the day, you are what you eat. This is very true. If you eat like crap, you're gonna feel like crap. Therefore, you are crap. I'm gonna be blunt about that, because I've been in both both on both sides of the spectrum. I've been at 350 pounds. And also been at 280 pounds. Yes. Well, in my line of work, they basically just tell you that they kind of explain the food pyramid and why having good nutrition and good exercise is really good for kids and their bodies. And it's so that they can help them grow muscles, brain. Um, it, it helps their body overall. And um, there's something called... Um, 
fine and gross motor skills. And so one focus on focuses on skills that work your whole body and kind of help teach kids full body movements. And some of it's like fine stuff, like, you know, cutting paper with scissors or like putting a button through a hole, like things that require like your fingers and very finite movements. So what nutrition does for kids is it helps them build strong bones, build those muscles. It overall helps in their development so that they can grow to be big and strong. So that's basically. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, that I mean, is true. That is true. If you have a good nutrition value in your household, even if you're raising kids, um, you yeah, your kids are going to be a lot better people because of that. Well, they're going to excel both physically, intellectually, and emotionally um, if they're well-fed and eat proper food. Because if you're, if you're in a house where you're malnourished, you're not going to be... Um, emotionally fed or physically fed or anything like that so food in general is very important and it's important to teach kids at a young age what they're putting in their body and why they're putting in there and what it does or does not do for your body yeah. and I, I think that's amazing that your that your peoples are able to do that at my your peoples work. your peoples at your work job my people yeah, I, th- I really feel like that's really cool because that's one thing, uh, like nutrition and stuff was a brand new idea for when we were in elementary and middle mm-hmm. school. It wasn't like a brand new idea, but it was like, it was like, it was, our schools, what they did was they blindly followed the USDA food pyramid, Ooh. which actually ended up being really bad for you. Mm-hmm. And it caused a lot of obesity in our Mm-hmm. classmates and stuff like that mm-hmm. so and then they got mad and, and then okay i got really mad <laughs> at my high school brett's triggered again freshman sophomore year well you were able to go online and have a chef salad so freaking amazing right right like it was the best item at the school yeah okay my junior year comes around okay they took away the salads and they started doing like Spicy chickens, hamburgers, cheeseburgers, all of this stuff. And they and their excuse for that was because it was healthier. And I was like, all I wanted was my damn salad. I mean, Brett, you can't deny if it's a if it's a choice between like a Big Mac and a salad, you're gonna probably wanna pick the Big Mac. It's no, like just No. I don't like Big Macs actually. Well, that's just an example. Yeah. It was like it's like a slice of pizza or a salad, like Yeah. I think it's just human nature to be like, I want that pizza, so I'm gonna eat the pizza. But I think I was the only kid that, well, well, they were always out of salads if you weren't the first one at lunch. That's weird. Yeah. So no, like, like our food at my school was awful. Ugh. It was awful. That sounds grody and awful. Yeah. Like, like to be honest, like when I like the best thing after that was pizza, and that was only on Fridays mm. when they took away the salads. Yeah. But then the pizza was still meh. Ew. But then. Was it like really spongy. So, so this is how yeah this is how I got through, uh, high school eating spicy chickens. I had a spicy chicken every freaking day. Okay. To make it taste okay, I do not like ketchup. I do not have ketchup on anything. To, for me to get through this chicken sandwich because it was so bad, 
I had to have mayonnaise and ketchup mixed together and put on my chicken sandwich to get through the chicken sandwich. That's kind of nasty. That was going on in my uh, for my school lunches. Gross. And I had to pay a dollar for that. Gross. Yeah. Yeah, for me, but I guess, like, I'm one of those people where I'm like, I have good intentions starting out, and then I'm like, man, it's been a rough day at work. I just want some chocolate to take the edge off. And then b- before I know it, I'm like, meh, I'll be fine. And so I think one thing that's really important to talk about tonight is... um. A uh, food addiction. Well, I wasn't going to go that dramatic. I'm going that dramatic. Okay. I understand what food addiction is. But I was going to just talk about how, like, if you know that you have a really hard time switching from, like, chocolate and all the feel-good snacks to, like, but you know you need to be and want to be healthier, just... Replace one thing in your diet each day. So, for instance, I used to not—I used to have a horrible time drinking water, but I bought a water bottle that has my nickname on it and um, and has a little Chihuahua on it for Jarvis, and then it has little arrows on it that tell me where I need to be on a drinking point at what time of the day. And so, so far, I've done two days of that, and I mean, my body already feels better. So. That's one thing that I know I need to do to kind of just take baby steps to eat healthier and be healthier. Because if you try to do it all at once, you're just going to overwhelm yourself. That is very true. Unless you go to the doctor's visit and they tell you you need to start eating better now, today. That's true. That is a good motivator. And that is also a good motivator. That's what happened to me. But But if you're able to... Have that time to switch out one item that is a better approach. And I'm not talking about you have to be like a food Nazi and be like, I have to eradicate all the things that make everything good in life out of my house because I want to be healthy and fit and macho man or or muscle woman or whatever terms you want to use. Okay, yeah, <laughs> fair enough. Fair um, enough. Um, the, uh, is this keeping... It's like... If you get your daily fix of vegetables in, and you get your daily fix of fruits in, check those off. Those are two things you could check off. Okay? Mm-hmm. And then, if you reside most of the diet with protein and low amount of carbs, mm-hmm. or healthy carbs, that is a good day for you. Mm-hmm. And it's not really that hard to do, but it is very hard to do consistently. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing that is going to be needs to be consistent. So my biggest thing is doing what Morgan uh, said, but taking a meal at a time. So take a month, and if you want to eat healthier, eat better, and all this, and and be on a healthier track on a nutrition level, mm-hmm. take the first week out of a month. Breakfast. Focus on breakfast. Eat something healthier than what you're eating. Mm-hmm. Also, portion sizes. That doesn't mean you could go out and eat six to twelve eggs or a whole roll of sausages. You mean I can't be Gaston? No. 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 Well, damn! I'm disappointed now. That was my life goal. I know. <laughs> I used to eat six eggs a day. 
Damn. That's a lot of eggs. That is a <laughs> lot of eggs. Also, that my cholesterol level was very high during that time period. Yikes. That's probably not a smart idea. No. Um, but, yeah, just take it one week at a time. F- find something in your diet to just fix. It's a whole meal. Just bloop, bloop. Replace, rinse and repeat, replace. And even if you take baby steps, like, if you're like, I really want to do this, and all of it sounds great, and then the actual practice and preparation of it is, like, super overwhelming, like it is for me, just any baby steps that you can take, just be like, hell yeah, I took a baby step. Like, I've had three people tell me that the new water portions that I'm doing is not that much, and I'm like, well, it's better than drinking zero waters water a day, so I'm proud of myself. Yeah. And also with, like, with, with in your case, 32 ounces of water is a lot of water for some people. It to is. Honest, like, it is a lot of water for some people. I'm supposed to have, like, based off of my body weight, which I'm, I uh, checked the other day on Brett's scale in his bathroom, um, I hit my weight target. So I should be having technically, let's see, let me do the math really quick here. Um, and it's divided by two. I should be having 67 ounces a day. Is that so two, so two of your water bottles, give or take. Yeah, so I Get did the that. rest of your water from your diet. So I did that math, right? Yeah. Right, you divide your weight by two? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, so my bottle that I have now is 32, and if I fill it up and drink it twice, that's 64. And I drank a little bit more than that today because we had tater tot casserole at school, and oh my God, is that salty. So... Mm. And then I'm drinking water now because I'm still kind of thirsty. So, like, I mean, if you're like, I want to drink more water, that is, like, the easiest goal to take baby steps and reach because your body literally craves water. So unless you drink, like, gallons and gallons and gallons a day, your body's not going to reject water. That is true. So. I had to actually tub down my water drinking because I was drinking too much water. (laughs) (laughs) Only you, Brett. Uh, uh, apparently a gallon and a half of water is an unhealthy amount of water. Oh and my I god. Agree. And I agree. So I took it down to uh, to 120 ounces of water. So that's like three-fourths of a gallon. Somewhere around there. I don't know. My math is off today. Don't judge me. I didn't go to school to be a mathematician. Okay. I, I have calculators for everything. Yeah, they teach you how to do everything the long way just in case. To waste your time. Yeah. There's no just in case. We'll have calculators forever. That's not necessarily true. Very true. Not true. Yes. Anyways, so (laughs) those are kind of my thoughts about nutrition. And like I thought I came up with this topic this week because I thought it'd be a good idea for Brett to stretch his like his dream job muscles. And I'm like, for those of you who are nerds like me about it, just take it slow and easy and pick like like Brett said, pick like one meal a day. What I gotta say, caloric deficiency is gonna get you the washboard abs and everything you want in life. And if you really want to work hard and that's really where your goal's at, mm-hmm. just do it. Take the action and just freaking go for far on to do it. And the way you do that is change a meal a day. Change a meal a week. Mm. 
Figure it out. Figure out what you like to eat too. Don't be like, I have to eat cabbage and green beans and you don't like cabbage or green beans. Stop that. No. Eat food you still like. Stop that. No. And then after your first month, you know what you could do? You could go for dinner. You could pick one meal out of that next week and you'd be like, you know what? This is the day I'm going to go to my favorite restaurant. Because if you're going to eat at home, you're going to stop going out to eat. You're going to prepare your own meals. Then the times that you do get to go out to eat will mean that much more to you. Mm-hmm. And it'll be that much more special to you. Mm-hmm. So if you're tired of going out to eat and feeling fat, having a good nutrition will also help you with depression, self-esteem issues, anxiety issues, mm-hmm. things like that. Because you're putting the, bo- the stuff that you need to feel your day into your body. Mm-hmm. And that's not hurrah, rah, rah, like most people would think it is. It's actually true. I was 350 pounds myself. I was depressed. I was anxious. I was, my self-esteem, my self-confidence was rock bottom. Mm-hmm. I didn't think I was good enough for anything. Don't ask me how I made it through five years of college and got a degree out of it. In that mindset, don't ask me how. But I think the part of me that still strives even today is the hard work, the hard worker in me. No matter what physique I am and no matter my no matter what my mindset is, mm-hmm. the way I was raised and the way my mind works is this work harder. And that's how I work. It might not be how you work or someone else works, but it's a learned skill to get and have. And when it comes down to nutrition, it, having a good nutrition and well-balanced diet will get you to the place where you need to be in life. Cool. Well, uh, tune in next for our weekly check-in with Morgan and Brett. I'm Morgan. And I'm Brett. And thanks for listening in. Have a good night.